0: Welcome to Mike's Take, an informed and opinionated view of the world of sport. Hi guys, Mike Madura back and of course uh, this is another edition of Mike's Take Part 2 of a discussion I'm having with former Zimbabwe International, former Mamelodi Sundowns and Bitvest Blair Alois Bunjira, as well as renowned sports pundit as well as football administrator Barry Manandi we are talking about the unique opportunities that have been presented by COVID-19 popularly known as the coronavirus to realign our football get it up to speed with international standard we have talked about stadiums and facilities that we can get those touched up and get them to an international standard we've also talked about aligning our season With the international calendar, we should be playing our football from August to May, like most nations in this earth, and of course, making sure that we are in alignment as far as administration, as far as the football economics, as well as, of course, the competitions such as the CAF Champions League are concerned. Now, gentlemen, uh, good to have you back, Alois and uh, Barry. Uh, uh, The one thing I also want to touch on, guys, that is We have seen Zifa and the Premier Soccer League struggle when it comes to enforcing club licensing requirements. There's a list that they tick off, that they demand from every, every club, especially those that apply in their trade in the Premier Soccer League. And in recent years, they've struggled to enforce those because teams have always said, we don't have the time. You know, you're not giving us enough time to implement this or that or this or that. Now, that Cannot be an excuse anymore, Alois. Yeah,
1: it cannot be. You know, this um, uh, licensing thing is uh, started in 20, 2009, Mike. Mm. 2009, this is now 2020. 11 years ago, they've got the script of club licensing and they've been giving excuses all this time. I think you know what? They need there's a need for a leadership that will stand this ground and say, you know what? This is it let's go ahead and do it. Some of the things that are there, they are not so difficult. Mm. The most difficult for a Zimbabwean club that I can say is the accounting part, the financial part, mm-hmm. where they, they, each club, must prove that it has got the money yeah. to pay all its players and to pay for all its obligations throughout the year. That one can be can be difficult. But we must
0: enforce that one, yes. mustn't we Barry, uh, uh, yes. because we have seen the now uh, stories uh, is- of Wawa and Tanex who have been uh, promoted to the Premier Soccer League. They're failing to pay the affili- if affiliation fees to the Premier Soccer League. Now, if you fail to pay your affiliation fees, how then can you pay your players? How can you pay your administrators? How can you meet your obligations, your financial obligations, not just for a month, but over the course of an entire season. So we must enforce them as uncomfortable as it is, as cruel as it yeah. is. They must be enforced.
2: They, they must be enforced, but I would, I would take a step back in the mm-hmm. sense that they must be enforced in the right system. And okay. I feel that the, the football system at the moment is slightly broken in the sense that Tenax and Wawa are Mm -hmm. symptomatic of the problems that we have in Zimbabwean football. And those problems stem from the fact that Division 1 clubs don't already have the structures and systems to make the step up. Uh, You go to England. Where a a team playing in the championship already has the structures, ability, uh, financial wherewithal in many cases, to play in the Premier League. And that's because the Premier League is involved and seized with what's going on in in the championship.
0: If I get you correctly, are you saying that we are enforcing club licensing at the wrong level? At the wrong level. We should be enforcing it lower down
2: indeed and and what we can do is make concessions lower down for instance if there are clauses in club licensing that we can forego for a division one club yeah let's forego those but there should be the ones that are sacrosanct that make a club ready to make the step up after all all the teams I would like to believe in division one are playing in order to win matches maintain their status, first and foremost, and then secondly, to win the league and make the, get promoted to the Premier League. So if you're doing that, you need to be ready to make the step up.
0: Now, Alos, you and I went on a tour of Germany uh, a few years ago, a tour of the Bundesliga. And, uh, you know, we, we had extensive meetings with the top hierarchy uh, at the Bundesliga. And, and one of the things that uh, we learnt, you know, regards club licensing in Germany, that clubs in Bundesliga 2, which is the equivalent of the uh, Division 1 level here in Zimbabwe, have got to meet the club licensing requirements and it fits into what barry is saying that if you make it into bundesliga two you're already good enough to operate in bundesliga one So, that should be the same system here. If you're operating in Division 1 in Zimbabwe, surely you should meet the standards that are needed of a premiership team.
1: Exactly, Mike. You know, the very good word that are being used is structure. Mm. You know, we need to put structures in place first. And it starts with administratively. You know, we need to know what we want to do. 64 teams, 4 regions in Mm. division one how how are you you, going to implement such (laughs) such uh where are you going to find the resources as well three people in the office at Mm. zifa how then are you going to implement that you know you need to actually put the structures in place one national league for me it's fine one national division one league then we have one a, a small um, premier, premier, soccer premier, premier soccer league that's the only way we can do it but the problem is we don't put structures in place first Zifa can't implement a club licensing uh, requirements when they themselves are not complying are not complying they, they with, don't with, have structures with, because with it's their part, structures and yes, their structures as it's, well it's, it's part of the licensing system clubs need to have a structure you need your business structure to know who is the CEO coming to hmm. all the way down to communication to the player you hmm. need that structure Zifa doesn't have they need to put the house in order first themselves until before they can go to the clubs so it's kind of like difficult here.
0: Uh, Alois has touched on a very interesting thing here barry where he's talking about 64 teams uh, in Division One football in Zimbabwe because there are four regional leagues that we have. There's a Northern Region, Southern Region, Central Region and the Eastern Region. And then we've got a Premier Soccer League which uh, uh, up to this year, of course, has had 18 teams and uh, already Alois pointed to the fact that, you know, 64 teams is way too much. That structure itself is wrong. Yeah, and, and that structure needs uh,
2: address and as Alois has but quite sh- rightly really
1: <laughs> <sessions? As laughs> pointed out
2: uh, Zifa themselves are not compliant because Mike you just said it it's constitutional Zifa has in its constitution the provision for a national first division it just hasn't been implemented why have we now, failed
0: successive regimes the Nyatanga regime yeah. we had Kathba Dube come in we had Philip Chiangwa yeah. you know Omega Sibanda for a while for a season he championed club life. Licensing. He his energy uh, levels then petered away and now we've got uh, felton kamambo and he's failing
2: yeah uh, look let's leave uh vanya tanga to one side uh, bless his soul uh, but everyone from cut because this is a cut but dube constitution cut but put that constitution into place and failed to implement mm. national first division then successive regimes as you quite rightly point out and the reason being that we make excuses for not doing something for me the the excuse that's saying, uh, ah, they, the clubs don't have the resources to travel and all sorts. Again, that comes back to club licensing. Because yes. if a Division 1 team is doesn't unable money, to travel and doesn't have the The money length to travel, and the breadth or, of the, of the nation. Money. Why are we giving a club like that the opportunity to make the step up to the Premier League? Then where where, have where, where you're required
0: League? to travel the length and the breadth exactly. uh, of the nation. Exactly.
2: So what we're doing is we're setting up clubs like that for a fall. D- and here we have... Wawa, Wawa and, and Telix who failed to affiliate because they weren't ready
0: to make the step up. And surely if we cut down on teams in the in the Division 1 level and we have a nationwide Division 1 league which can have 18 or 20 teams or even 16 teams 16. and then have a, a, a Premier Soccer League which is leaner, 16 teams perhaps, yeah. Won't we start seeing more resources, Alois, uh, for those teams that are operating in the Premier Soccer League and in Division 1 in terms of financially? Because there are less teams that corporates must cater for in terms of sponsorship. There are also uh, resources that will be opened up in terms of human resources. All of a sudden, there are more players that are fighting it out for a jersey in a Premier Soccer League side. And then those that fall away have to go into the nationwide uh, Division 1 league.
1: Yeah, Mike, when you look at it uh, that way, you can actually feel that our league can only be stronger. You know, because if you trim it, then it, mean, it means that the good players are going to be concentrated in the uh, fewer teams. Yeah. And now our first division is going to be even stronger as well. It'll New be late. cutthroat yes, competition. because you now have those other players that are supposed to be in the Premier League. They can't fit into the smaller, uh, few teams. They are now playing in the first division. And it becomes even more competitive in the first division. And when it comes to sponsorship, like you are saying, corporates now, they are... Um, So many corporates Mm. now crowding um, uh, around fewer clubs. What does that mean? That's when you start getting to see partnerships. Corporate Ningi and corporate Ningi, they've joined hands to sponsor this club. Corporate this
0: one and corporate this one. Because they all love football. They gang up around the fewer clubs. Well, it's an interesting discussion we are having here. And of course, it's one that can go on and on and on. But again I repeat, the coronavirus has presented Zimbabwe with a unique opportunity to bring our football up to speed. What are the quick wins aligning our season with international calendar, improving stadiums and facilities, enforcing club licensing requirements, implementing a national first division, and cutting down on teams in the Premier Soccer League. That's my take. Mike's take. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to rate, review and, of course, to tell somebody. Don't forget, you can follow Mike on Twitter at Mike Madura or catch him every weekday on ZFM Sports.